Fresh Pickings is a podcast by Heritage Radio Network, presented by Bob's Red Mill. Love learning about food? Get more superfood for your brain with the featured podcast miniseries, Fresh Pickings. Go to bobsredmill.com slash freshpickings. If I offered you a bag of nooch or a sprinkle of hippie dust, would you take it? If you're a pizza-loving vegan, you probably would. Today on Fresh Pickings, nutritional yeast and its various street names. What it is and why you should be putting it on your popcorn next time you go to the movies. Today I'll chat with Dave Arnold, co-host of Cooking Issues here on HRN, about what nutritional yeast actually is and what it is not. Then VLGL blogger Elizabeth Taylor is back to give us a recipe that uses nutritional yeast and for a bonus, chickpea flour. I'm your host, Kat Johnson. Thanks for joining us. So when I think of an every food topping, I'm usually thinking about parm, Parmesan cheese, Parmesan on pizza, on pasta, on a crunchy Caesar salad, even on my eggs in the morning. Or I might be thinking about ketchup because some people put ketchup on all of those things too. But what if cheese isn't your thing? Or we can all agree that ketchup on salad is pretty gross. Or what if it's just time to change things up a bit? Now, don't get me wrong, Parmesan will never go out of style, and ketchup and fries belong together. But variety is the spice of life. So getting in on nutritional yeast is a great way to add some spice and umami to your life. So variety, that's great and all. And I know what yeast is, but what is nutritional yeast? It doesn't sound very food-like. This is David, our engineer, and that's a great question, David. So nutritional yeast is sort of like vegan cheese. It goes great on popcorn, and you can make vegan mac and cheese with it, but it's flaky. The folks over at Bon Appetit magazine called it nature's Cheeto dust, but unlike Cheetos, this is actually good for you. Hmm, that sounds intriguing. Still not sure what it is, though. Okay, if you can't be convinced by my flaky, umami, cheese-like goodness description and that it goes on everything, then I'm going to have to get an expert to weigh in. I'm all about flavor, but not so much about specifics. So I'm going to check in with Dave Arnold of Cooking Issues to find out more. Hi, I'm Dave Arnold of Cooking Issues, and I have a lot to say about nutritional yeast, and that goes way beyond Kat's accurate and tantalizing but pretty vague description. Okay, great. I needed someone to step in here. Thanks, Dave. Can you please explain what this stuff actually is? All right. Despite the strange name, uh, it's definitely uh, food. So nutritional yeast is the deactivated, you know, dead, they've killed it form of uh, Saccharomyces cerevisiae. Now, that's Basically, the same yeast that you would use to make bread, to make uh, beer. So it's, it's definitely common. It's not some weird, like, funky thing. It's like almost all the good things we like to eat or drink it's involved with. Not almost, but, you know, a lot of the good things we like to eat or drink are involved with it. So the way it's produced is, is first you, you culture to grow it in a warm, sweet medium the same way that they would do when they're making beer or as a first start to whiskey. Then after it grows, uh, they kill it basically, and dry it out, uh, and you could use it that way. So is it nutritious? 
Well, if you believe in nutrition as a form of measuring foodstuffs rather than just deliciousness, then uh, yes. I mean, uh, there's a has a lot of. Pro- I mean, remember, it's a it's a complete organism, so it's got you know a lot of protein. So a quarter cup of it, which is quite a bit actually, a quarter cup of yeast, but that's uh, eight grams of protein, three grams of fiber, and five grams of carbohydrates. That's off the back of the package. I don't know that stuff off the top of my head. It has lots of uh, micronutrients like thiamine, niacin, riboflavin, uh, B6, B12, zinc, folate. You know, so it's, it's also something good for, you know, vegans who can't get a lot of those things out of, because uh, they, they're not getting a animal-based diets or, or, or dairy-based diets. So it's, it's good to get those things that are hard, sometimes hard to get out of straight plant foods. So why does it taste savory and meaty? Uh, well, yeast, and so, uh, like, there's a bunch of different kinds of yeast, and yeast is actually one of the things that's used in commercial foods to provide meaty taste, different, but, you know, it's broken down to certain uh, degrees, so the protein in yeast, once it's, like, autolyzed or broken up, and a lot of yeast, after it grows and starts dying, will self-autolyze, right? So it can produce a wide variety of flavors, but protein breakdown products in particular from yeast can produce meaty aroma, meaty flavors, rather. Elizabeth Taylor, the creator of food blog VLGL.cooking. Today I have a recipe that uses not just one, but two of my favorite Bob's Red Mill products, chickpea flour and, of course, nutritional yeast. I'm so excited to have Elizabeth Taylor back to share another recipe with us. Elizabeth runs the blog VLGL.cooking, which is her collection of vegan low glycemic load culinary creations. In the last episode, Elizabeth explained the VLGL eating philosophy and gave us a killer recipe for grain-free granola. Let's see what she brought today. So Elizabeth, Bob's Red Mill makes a lot of products that fit into the VLGL philosophy, don't they? They sure do, Kat. In addition to being low glycemic, meaning that it won't cause a spike in blood sugar, chickpea flour is packed with plant-based protein, iron, selenium, and folate. Chickpea flour has a mild earthy flavor and I love to use it for all kinds of savory dishes like this chickpea flour omelet recipe. When you mix chickpea flour with water, spices, and baking soda and heat this mixture in a lightly oiled pan, it transforms into a hearty dish that can be enjoyed at any time of the day. These chickpea flour omelets are denser and more bread-like than an egg omelet, yet richer and sturdier than a crepe. They're great with savory veggies, and my recipe uses kale and juicy grilled tomatoes with chipotle powder. That sounds really delicious. So how are you using the nutritional yeast in this recipe? Nutritional yeast is one of my go-to seasonings. It brings true savory magic to vegan food. In this recipe, I use it to season the chickpea flour omelet for an umami flavor. Thanks so much to Dave Arnold for the yeasty science lesson and to Elizabeth Taylor for sharing her tips for using nutritional yeast. You can find her recipe for the chickpea flour omelet with chipotle grilled tomatoes at bobsredmill.com slash fresh pickings. Well, that's just about everything you could want to know about nutritional yeast. If you liked what you heard, be sure to check out our other episodes of Fresh Pickings and learn more about Bob's Red Mill's favorite ingredients, including some delicious recipes and great coupon offers by going to bobsredmill.com slash fresh pickings. 
Bob's Red Mill believes in good food for all. For Heritage Radio Network, I'm your host, Kat Johnson. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>